What a time we had in Lakewood. Gambling, drinking, rebelling against the crown. <laughs> really just being rowdy. Oh, and Ned. <laughs> ah, best goose I know. <laughs> Anywho, as you know, we had met for pancakes with me Uncle Dunk and learned that pompous King Aston had disbanded the council after getting pushed back from Grunyar and that Abbot Nissa fellow. Ah, but we didn't let that get us down. No, we then convinced me uncle that Lady Brit's resistors were on the right side of history. And, after promising to end the tax on both elves and dwarves, me uncle Grunyar agreed to join the cause. Ah, but just as we was getting down to business, a half-orc came barreling through the door. Twas Janessa, the huntress, one of Brittany's crew of baldy gals, apparently. And she came in hot with a new request, getting us to the Forgotten Cavern. So Janessa takes one last pancake into her hands, dips the whole thing, fingers and all, into the bowl of syrup and mm. devours it in one bite. Ah, that was so good. Now about this Craigfoot entrance. Ah, oh, Grunier says, even if I knew where the Craigfoot entrance was to the Forgotten Caverns, why on earth would anyone want to venture down there? It may be the only way to gain audience with the orcs and secure an alliance. A forgotten cavern sound cool to explore. I yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to it. And they're down at the Crag Mountains? Well, that is the Craigfoot entrance. Yeah, but we haven't used that since the Orcish Wars. So like a long time. Yeah, about five hundred years oh, ago. A really long time, got it, it. Is there something like really cool down there or something? Uh Janessa speaks up. Well, first of all, it is the best way to reach the orcs, as the orcs came through those caverns to take Ben Ness. We have to be tactical about how we get to the orcs, because if we try to take the sound, that's just crawling with Trailender Navy ships. If we even reach the orcs by land, there's no way they're going to just let us have audience with their chiefs. So we want to get to the orcs so we can convince them to be on our side? Correct, yeah. There's there's three tribes. Silvervein, Tuska, and Wing Shadow. Uncle, do you know where this is? And is the entrance connected to the tunnels under Ben Ness itself? This is insanity. No one had access to those tunnels for years. Well, except you. I... Gosh, I did find myself down there. 
Yeah, elves out of the tunnels. That's, that's where I found Gaylock. What? You found super awesome weapons down there? Like, uh, well, just the one. But I, yeah, I was I was lost down there for for quite some time, and then I found Gaylock stuck between some rocks, and I pulled it out, and it it showed my way. The moonlight shone upon the weapon, and that's why I named it Moonlight in Jorvish. That's pretty cool. Are we aiming for the northern entrance Dwarven. of the crags? <laughs> we are we are aiming to go north, and then eventually that meets up with the Silvervein tribe. The Silvervanes were the point of access to the crags that led to Ben Ness. I see. So who are the Tuskers and the Winged Shadows? They're tribes that live in the Deadwood Forest. So the Tuskers, they have more green skin and larger tusks and the wing shadow tribe they are more uh purplish and more colorful uh oak yeah okay so what do we need to get ready before we go there the caverns are very dangerous as no one's been down there for a long time but i i did acquire some maps so uh, we should have a little bit of advantage as we navigate the tunnels but there might be collapses and otherwise so it could be very dangerous. Well, danger is our middle name. Right. It is, actually. Every single one of you middle names. Rowdy names. danger no, no, boys. No. Yeah. You're so fucking fast, man. I was going to make that joke. Damn it. And that's great. It? No, we, uh, no, this is better. This, okay. this banter is better. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I'm a big one for banter. Yeah. So how do we guarantee any form of diplomacy once we get there? That is a very good question. Ias, you said your name was? That's right. Um, From the Sandalwood Forest. Champion of. Champion of the Sandalwood Forest. You may have heard of him. Then you know Lunessa. I do. She's a a friend of mine. Uh, Oh, good. Yeah. I also am good friends with Keela. Oh, hell, you know Keela. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, you know, you know Keela? Oh, yeah. I've done jobs with them all all the time. Oh, wow. Oh, are you... Her, Brex, Alice, Rona, all of them. You were... You participated with the Anto fighters? Oh, absolutely. They needed me for a lot of what they were doing. Keela speaks nothing but wonders for the Anto fighters. I had no idea. Yes, well, they have made their own name for themselves. I like to make my own name, particularly. Ias. Ias. Champion of the Sandalwood tribe. Maybe you've heard of him. Young Falcon of the Norholm. <laughs> now that you mention it, yeah. That name does sound familiar. Yeah. I believe a few people actually mentioned in that name. Yeah, oh. Pretty cool. Sorry that I didn't recollect it at first. Hey, hey, you're fine. Uh, Rory, tell me this. We're all friends Do here. Do you know uh, a name if I say Steve... Del Taco. Everyone knows that, right? No, you know, I don't know that one. We're all in the we're all in the know for that one. I mean, he sounds like an interesting guy. Yeah, I don't think I know I that. What the hell is that? With the thing, I feel like there's just so many people that Is knows, and I just wanted to have. <laughs> oh. I just wanted to have that. Yeah, but, Steve well, Del Taco. Then, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Then yeah. Okay. We know him. He's great. Oh yeah. Go way yeah. back with this super Taco. super great guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's your nickname for Commander Leon, right? Nobody else needs to know that. (laughs) You guys are friends with Commander Leon? Yes. Yes? I know. I'll go way back with Commander Leon. 
Wowie Maui. Oh, so you know Commander Leon. <laughs> <laughs> so then you definitely know Grena and Finn, and uh, we can name drop too. Uh-huh. <laughs> there was a name of someone... Finn, yeah, that was supposed to be on the excursion, but he didn't leave from Westwick, right? Ah, so you know Finn, then. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, of him. We go way back with uh, Jack. Yeah, he's a great guy, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Finn's great. <laughs> anyway, Janessa's is just like looking around, like, <laughs> I don't know when to step into this. Um, so, so hold on, really quick. I just want to make sure I, I'm understanding this. So why are we going through these caverns in the crags that no one has explored in 500 years, is it because we need to stay off the main roads as opposed to just going directly to the silver or the deadwood and silver mines? What, why? I think yeah. you just kind of answer the questions. Caverns in the mountains that no one's explored for 500 years? That sounds <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. Plus, I mentioned could be serpents. Oh. Mm. Ooh. And caverns. caverns and stuff. I love that's right. <laughs> uh, and, and as I mentioned earlier, um, the, yeah, the, there's. Navy ships all throughout the sound, even if we were to make it by ship to the Craig Mountains and and what? Like we just come to the front entrance of the tribes and we say, hey, can we talk to your chief? I don't think they would um, be down for that. As but if we were to pop up right now. <laughs> I was just going to say, as yes, opposed to which like brings us in. back to Ias's question that I was trying oh. to answer earlier. Um, that, yes, well, how can we gain safety once we're inside the tribe is what you asked. Right? Exactly. There is an ancient law. We claim the law of hospitality. Oh, which that makes sense. means that anyone, friend or foe, uh, within the tribe at the location can claim this law to discuss things and try to come to an agreement. That's an ancient orc law? Mm-hmm. Is there a code word for that? Uh, how do we ensure that we can actually do that? Uh, I, I, sp- <laughs> yeah, I speak... I speak Orkin. You said nothing. <laughs> it looked like you were yawning. Plus, you got some blueberry in your teeth. Here. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll get it. it. You okay. were, there you uh, go. Wait, so you were Rory. I still am. Carl uh, Oon. Hi. And Delnius. Which I uh, discovered recently that I also have uh, Orkish blood in me. So, oh. Well, I was very uh, impressed with the fact that you said... You used a stone to find this weapon of yours? Oh, no, I just found it. I didn't find it with a rock. I, I more just found it wedged in between some rocks, and then when I pulled it out, it was like a, like a landslide. And when I pulled it out, some more rocks fell, and it, uh, it showed me the way out. Oh, I hmm. see, I see. I, I, I misunderstood. But still, that seems as if fate, perhaps the spirits, led you out of those caverns. Maybe. Yeah, it could be. Not sure how much I believe in in such things, but sure. Janessa just looks at Ias is like, it was the spirits. It, was, it had to be the spirits. <laughs> Hello spirits. spirits. The show Hello Spirits. Yeah. We grew up in Noel Holmes. It's so. the only way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, once we're there, we literally just claim that law. And as I said, I, I do speak Orc. And uh, anyone who betrays that, who would harm us or try to capture us, their law forces that person to be sentenced to death. So they take this law death. very wow. seriously. Okay. Yes. Well, um, so 
Sounds like them uh, makes sense. We should do it that way. We can use their law against them. And once we gain audience with the chief, uh, we can show him the manifesto. Did Lady Brittany give you guys a copy of the manifesto? Yeah, we have yes. one right here in the she table. Did. Oh, yeah. I, I, she moves like a, a horde of pancakes off of it. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like doused in syrup. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I also, I've been taking notes. I, I got a copy okay, right here. Good. Also added something to the manifesto. Uh -huh. uh, about the taxes and, you know, not taxing the oh, dwarves and elves as much. Oh, yeah, that's totally it's so cool. As long as Brit's cool with it, I'm cool with Probably it. Cool. Sounds like we got a good plan. Yeah. We should, you know, finish up here and make our way. We, yeah, if if that works, if they agree to the manifesto, that's an entire new army to add to the resistance movement already. That is true. Surely they would have no quarrels against this manifesto it's speaking out for them i i hope so i hope so uh, by the way nice kukris <gasps> oh yes rude, dude yeah Come on. <laughs> oh sorry i, I was, was up up not supposed to say something <laughs> no 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 it's it's totally fine actually keela uh gave them to me she traded some oh. i do leather work and whatnot actually are those where'd you get those braces oh i got these from the merchant in town i made those braces wow these are fantastic Thanks. Nice. No, the lacing on these are phenomenal, and the stitching is out of this world. You are welcome. When... <laughs> Not to mention, they give me a plus one to all my bow stuff. <laughs> well, he purchased them, so you don't really need to say you're welcome. Well, I mean, they wouldn't have been available. And they wouldn't exist without her craftsmanship. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Can I see that lacing? Sure. Good lord. Take a look. Did Penny show you how to do this? Penny? Who's Penny? Oh, she is an expert lacer. Penny's great. I've never seen anyone lace quite like her. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know who Penny is. Well, she does some expert lacing. Um, She's got wonderful material. Mm -hmm. At this point, the hostess actually comes through the now wide open <laughs> door that can't <laughs> shut. And she's like, the fuck? Uh, Mr. Dune Canyon, can I have a word? Out with that lass. You're among friends. Um, there's a Trailander Navy ship uh, that's been spotted uh, in the sound, making its way to the Boneshard Bay. Uh, what it is they're heading for Lakewood. <sighs> Shit. Doesn't uh, sound like the one we captured. Nope. Maybe we should capture another one. And we have two boats. We could easily take another one. Yeah. That's a good point. We have the God of Death on our side. Yep. Uh, oh, by the way, Uncle Dunk, we, uh, <laughs> we captured a Navy vessel, so... We uh, we have our ship and another one. So oh, that's amazing. Yeah, good amazing. on you. Well, it seems like y'all don't have enough time. And Janessa chimes in and says, "Please, if if you could lead us to the Craigfoot entrance, if you know where it is, we could really use this help." And Grinyar looks up to you, Colleen. <sighs> I mean, what do you think, Colleen? Should we trust the orcs? I think we should. Uh, we should trust the orcs to to follow their own laws. But uh, I don't know them. I don't think we should just trust them outright. But I think if what Janessa's saying is true, we can at least trust them to honor their their own hospitality law. Uh, none, none taken, by the way. <laughs> and then Cass chimes in. Sounds like we need to uh, move quickly. Then yeah, we've got maybe an hour before that uh, navy arrives. Yes, yeah, so we should probably make our way to the ship. Aye. Yeah. yeah, let's go. Let's All do right. it. Can I take some of these pancakes to go? Same. 
<laughs> Take as many as you want. You guys box them up, like guessing like a crate. <laughs> yeah, I put a bunch of sausages in my uh, spar on a holding. Nice, so, yeah. perfect sausage fingers. That's like <laughs> Colin's new nickname. So you all board the Valorous Scoundrel as Grunyard directs the ship north toward the Craigs, a mountain range that spines Sutland's western coast. It has always been the least traversed area for many humans, elves, dwarves, and halflings. For within these mountains live the remaining orc. Once they attempted to claim Sutland as their own, but were driven back into the dark recesses after the death of Croc Silvervane, their leader, by Rorik Popkin, a knight of the Stag's Order. This led to the orcs' loss of the orcish wars, and since then, it has been known that no one enters the mountains without first making peace with their gods. Lake Lariosa is shimmering with the morning sun, and your ship catches the winds and begins to sail further and further from Lakewood. So as you guys travel north, uh, yeah, as, like I said, you can see the mountain range to the north, and you can see the foot of the mountain range comes right up to the lake. Like the lake is a, a result of the water running down from these mountains and then eventually out to the sea. So you guys are making quick time toward one of the larger looking mountains. Grunyar points it out on the ship. While you're on the ship, though, everyone give me perception checks. 22. 3. 17. 14. Nice. And uh, Tonius, you guys both note the the ship that appears just as Lakewood is going out of distance. And I will also mention that you guys have your, you know, half of your crew running the stolen yeah, or the taken yeah. Trailender Navy ship with you. Real quick. Can we retcon if this is something we might do, uh, leaving the Navy soldiers we had captured just on the dock so that way we don't have to take care of them anymore? That's up to you guys to decide. I definitely would rather leave them on the dock than bring them with us. Yeah. Like, maybe not, well, prisoners of war or emissaries of war. Yeah, they like, just become a liability if yeah, we have to look after them. That we take care of, uh, well, especially since we're splitting our crew already to have two. I would only be okay with it if we knew that they were going to the Lakewood Penitentiary or something. Right. Because like, <laughs> if they're going to go free, then no. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, not just let them go because they'll just run off and right. us. I think we just, I think we just bring them and have our skeleton crew watch over them. But then our skeleton crew on the second ship is a good, a portion of them is, you know, could potentially be mutinied against her. Why not just leave them in a prison on land? That would take time to persuade a bunch of people in a town to basically commit treason against the, the crown by okay. keeping Well, Navy. then can we persuade the lot of them to become our crew? You can certainly try. <laughs> Let's do that. That Let's is the that. joy if of not, we'll kill them. Then we'll kill them. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Still got, uh, <laughs> still got my fun kill uh, Are you guys attempting a persuasion or an intimidation? Yes. I I'm a good cop, bad cop. I'm going persuasion. Intimidation. Perfect. Uh, intimidation. They're both charisma, so yes. 24 on my persuasion. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I'm still wearing my fun kilt because I never said I'm switching. Okay, myself. perfect. I got 16. On what? On both. Nice. Yeah. You're a good cop, you're a bad cop, you're the wild card. Intimidation and charisma. <laughs> 11 intimidation. 23 intimidation. Wow, yeah. You guys do an, a quite an amazing job. 
And so, of the crew, wow, only nine of them dissent. Then they die. What's your... <laughs> you can definitely leave nine people just sitting on a dock, like, without... Like, if you're in a hurry, you could just tie them up and leave them on a dock. Out of how yeah. many? In the water. Out of 30. Out of 30? Dope. That's Done. sick. I Nine people, whatever. Yeah. They're yeah. considered crazy. Yeah. We'll leave a rumor in the town yeah. that they're crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with, with our persuasion intimidation checks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. So you guys right. leave a note on them. These are crazy people. Put them in jail or something. Yeah. Or, or something. Or something. Yeah. Love little Ari. It just ends up being a picture of an eagle. Yeah. <laughs> you guys set sail. So at the point, though, you guys see the Trailender Navy ship coming over the horizon. So this one is smaller and faster than the ship that you have currently. So you will, it looks like you're going to need to prepare for attack. So uh. everyone roll me Inish rolls as they get closer. And remember, you guys have a lot of different features on the Valorous Scoundrel. Yes. Um, so if you want to utilize any of those pre-battle, decide now. Dropping uh, bombs. Rowdy, rowdy buoys. Oh. Rowdy buoys. Yeah. Yes. Um, or we could use the harpoon anchor and just like. Both we'll drop just rowdy buoys, harpoon anchor, pull them towards us against the rowdy buoys. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's All do right. That. So that's your tactic. So I'm going to need first an artillery check from Rory since you're the explosions guy. You get to add your proficiency bonus to the attack. So. Do it as if one of your, um, like, melee attacks. Nice. Okay. So I rolled an 18. So to add my proficiency, this that's 21. Wow, nice. And what else would I add to? Like your general attack, like even melee. You're basically just setting these bombs for them. So when, am I adding strength or what mm-hmm. am I? Strength. Mm-hmm. Strength, okay. Yep. So that would be um, 25. Uh, Wow. Damn. Nice. Yeah, you're setting these in a perfect, like, <laughs> no matter the route they're going to take to try to get you, they're going to hit at least some of these, you can tell. Uh, what was the next action that you guys wanted to Have do? Have Cass shoot them with the harpoon, because he's the long distance. Whoa. He's that boy. Oh, yeah. damn. So even if they the ship doesn't hit them itself? Mm-hmm. Okay, so as the ship is coming up from the distance, it approaches. How many buoys did you guys have? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say five is the max that you could okay. have. That's, at that's what I was going to say. Max. Is As that it, how many we deployed? Yeah, yeah, we can make more. Why not? Sure. All yeah. right. So the Trailender Navy ship, you watch as it approaches the first buoy. You can hear from it, this is Admiral Marcus of the Trailender Navy. I am once again asking you to surrender your <laughs> ship now to avoid any more casualties. Is that Bernie? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, my God. I'm once again asking you. <laughs> you guys see Cass line up his shot. Riggs is next to him, already loaded the second rifle. They're doing navigation checks to try to avoid your buoys. Ah. And so if they avoid it, you have Cass there to line up a shot. That's what I thought you were saying. That is exactly yep. what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was it. really cool. No, that's Nailed exactly what it. I was saying. Uh-huh. Yes. Cool. So they did succeed the navigation check, but Cass does get off one shot. 
So Cass approaches the stern of the ship, lines up his shot. Riggs is already next to him with the next rifle loaded. Cass lines it up. You hear the shot and then boom, a huge explosion. Rory, go ahead and roll me 3d6. And because they're not hitting it, they'll take half the damage, but it's going directly to the hull of the ship. 11. Okay, so you can see some wood splintering, a little bit of it catching flame, but then quickly going out. They're now coming up to the second. They're able to navigate around it, but once again, Cass gets his next rifle. I, I think we forgot to mention that the Rowdy Boos are actually thermonuclear warheads. Oh, yeah. yeah so, so we're all <laughs> dead. You're all dead. <laughs> this is now the Banished Basin. <laughs> Ready to roll. I, I, I make a tiny hut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And once again, Cass lines up the shot. And just as they're approaching it and skirting to the right now of it, another explosion. <laughs> Ten Damage. So 10 more points of damage to their hull. They are actually slowing down. I'm going to do one more navigation check. Ooh, so they're they're like, we need to avoid, but this means they're going more roundabout. They're actually coming to a point where they might be lining up more parallel to you guys in order Ooh, to use cannons. cannons if you need to, but Uh-oh. they're not quite there yet. But if you want IS, you can do a navigation yep. uh, check to line that up. Line up our cannon fire on them. Yes. Okay. I can do that. 19. What's my proficiency? Nope, 20. Nice. So with a 20, you easily go down to the wheel and grab it, and you're starting to turn your guys' ship to line up. Para- Actually, it'll be more lining up perpendicular to them, but because they've kind of gone away from you, it'll be like the front right of their ship that you guys are lining up for. Cass is able to get yet another shot off. Rory, roll me 3d6 again. Nine. Okay, so not as much damage, which makes sense because they're getting further away and they're doing a more indirect route, so it leaves the last two buoys like disregarded because they're now doing a much larger route, but you now have cannon fire lined up. Since, Rory, you're on the ship to help with the artillery, I'm going to have your skeleton crew literally do some cannon fire shots. Nice. With advantage. And that means a nat 20. (gasps) (laughs) Yeah. Holy crap. Okay, with a cannon, that is 5d10. (laughs) (laughs) As many as 50 points of damage. Oh, my God. Uh, can I get some D10s? Just two, maybe? Yeah, here's one. So you guys have, yeah, three three cannons on one side, three on the other. So three cannons go off. So I'm just going to times this by three. That's 30 points times three. 90 points of damage. <gasps> to their hull? To their hull, yes. And the hull of a ship. Those buoys are a joke. Well, if they hit one, <laughs> it might do worse. Yeah, because they was doing half because they were navigating around it. 75 of the hit points go through to it. It like it has taken a third of damage that it can take. Like they're reaching perilous measures. You guys could now choose to bring the ship closer to continue the onslaught or evade and continue on your journey. What are you thinking? You know what my vote is all the time. Take him down. Take him Let's down. Take him down melee. Got to. All right. You guys um, begin to get closer uh, and you want to board? Uh, yeah. I mean, is are we talking about like the four of us rolling? Yeah, 
I think that's the best. What do you? I mean, we oh don't no, have no, to no! I'm not talking ship sighting. I mean, like We're we'll start like a battle fighting. Yeah, order. we'll start a uh, uh, turn by turn. Battle. Can we line up another shot with the cannons? It would be another round anyway. So if you have long distance firearms or anything like that, like I would say, go ahead and start attacking to bring your cannons again into range. Uh, I I look at the three of you and I say, guys. Trust me, we're taking him down. All right, I I put my hand sure. I put my hand on Rory's shoulder and say, "Are you ready?" I'm ready, Colun. And then I cast a mention door, and me and Rory are on the other ship. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Why? <laughs> we're we're boarding. We just said we were boarding. Dude's got fireball. Did we not? Why are you? <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all right. No, we that's should cool. just we should just shoot him. All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right, you guys are on. So, didn't we? Ju- are, am I am I going crazy? Didn't we just say we were boarding? I thought I think Mike had something planned <laughs> okay, well, that wasn't exactly specified. All right, well, no, I'm I mean it's, you. it's I already can, happened. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I no, I don't, as far as I know, yeah, we're just trying to take the ship. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. No, what it's fine. Doing. I didn't tell you guys what I was going to do. That just sucks. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I uh, was like super confident. We got this, and then you did yeah. that. I'm like, well. Maybe we don't got it. Maybe maybe I'm not as confident. Rory, when you blink onto the enemy ship, you have your full action. Kalun, you still have move and bonus action to do because it's technically a surprise attack. Kalun will finish your sneak attack. You can move okay. and uh, bonus action. I forget. In 5e, can I switch my move action for just a regular, a standard action? You can't cast another spell, but you can attack. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. yeah my, oh, okay. nice. Currently, Navy soldiers are rushing to load the cannon, so there's 10 on the starboard side. What about the captain's wheel? Uh, you see Admiral Marcus up there. The okay. man you've already taken captive. And when he sees you two just all of a sudden appear on the ship, he's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I guess I I go towards Marcus. Okay, and there's a lot of folks on the ship, so you're going to take at least two attack of opportunities. Well, the first one misses and the second one hits, and first one gets off a shot with their pistol and misses. The second one does shoot, and you take five points of damage from the flintlock pistol. Okay. But you're able to make it past them, and with your full movement, you are nearly at the top of the stairs. Okay. Brad, we're gonna go to your character now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna follow after Kowloon, but I'm gonna try and take out the guys that we as we pass. Nice. Uh, roll with advantage since it was like a surprise attack. Oh, Crit. nice. Nice. Uh, sixteen points of damage. Oh wow, yeah. You like break his left leg. Like he's not down, down, but he's just like. Uh, in agony. Okay, and then the next one, the next one, 25. Yeah, definitely hit. Uh, 10 points of damage. Nice. Similar, just not as dramatic. Okay, yeah. and I'm just following after Colin. I'm in a rage, by the way. I'm, I'm enraged as I, as I do this. What Are kind you of smiling? Rage? I'm smiling, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Nice. Um, and now everyone roll an ish. <gasps> Again? Did you guys already? I thought so. Oh, uh, just go ahead and re-roll. I, did. I remember you saying it, but I never got around to Sorry. it. Sorry. I remember rolling a 20 on initiative. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me too. <laughs> Just no. re-roll him. I for real rolled a twenty, and now I rolled a two. So I don't want to laugh. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're sorry. Does okay. everyone remember? <laughs> <laughs> I got a fourteen on it. Okay. <laughs> 
All the DMs out there, they understand. Me. Yeah. yeah, they get me. Nah, that's cool. You're sorry. Okay. <laughs> cool. So we're actually going to start with Tilnius. All right. So I am going to still cast the same spell. I'm going to lift my hand up. Out of a pouch, I'll drop a drop of water, and as the water falls, I'll throw a pinch of dust into it and say some words, move my hands, and the water, instead of parting and completely destroying the ship like I was planning on doing, it instead will begin a whirlpool centered just outside of the ship. So now the ship loses control of its direction. Any aim or yeah, anything. Any, oh, any not fire like that. All that. Yeah. All right. Nice. That's beautiful. Perfect. Roll a dizzy check. <laughs> <laughs> any movement or bonus action on your turn? I walk up to Ias and I give you two potions of healing and be like, just in case you need them. Thanks, buddy. My dude. And we're next going to go to Rory. I think you were... Okay. Just after. Uh, I'm going to try and keep moving towards the captain. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, just like taking out people like left and right. If if they would be within range of getting an attack of opportunity on me. There's only one other person standing up with the captain. Okay. So I just run up and try and take that guy out. Okay. So that's going to be 19. Yep. Go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, nine. Okay. He's still up. Like you hit him in the shoulder and as he was reaching for his weapon, but he's shocked that his arm was just hit by this hammer, but he's still up. But he doesn't have a weapon drawn yet? Not yet. Okay. So then I'm going to go towards the captain and I'm going to like, as I move forward, I am going to dash and try and just grapple the captain um, to the ground. Nice. Give me a strength check. Uh, 22. Yeah, he got a 10. So <laughs> a 10 total. He's just like, wait, wait, wait. And then you just <laughs> tackle him. Yeah. And he falls to the ground. Rip his arm off. <laughs> and the captain's wheel just starts spinning maniacally at the uh, catch of this whirlpool. And you guys kind of all feel the boat begin to tip one way. Uh, and next we go to Kowloon. Because you got under 10, right, Ias? Two. Yeah. Just two total. Uh-huh. <laughs> you added dexterity to that? No, it's it's five. Okay. But okay. <laughs> so there's a zero at the end of that too. Oh, yeah, man. I wish it was. <laughs> All right, Al Coon. <laughs> so he's already tackled the captain. Mm-hmm. I say Riamarayasios and give both Rory and I uh, bardic inspiration. Cool. And then I throw two of my daggers at that guy. Nice. All right. For, for both of my attacks. Nice. Which I go will go it. ahead and just roll simultaneously. Does a 10 hit? Nope. How about a 14? 14 does hit. Okay. So he dodges the first dagger, and then the next one just goes right into his shoulder. Seven damage. Nice. Yeah. So. He's still up, but he's just, like, going wild, and the ship is starting to turn at this point. The crew is going to actually fire in on you two, um, since you've... Taken. Grapple captain. Oh, <laughs> on us two, as in us two. Nope. Uh, Rory, Rory, and Colin. okay. So with the riflemen on the ship and the folks who are trying to prepare cannons. Before I know the answer, I'm gonna go ahead and add my bardic inspiration to my okay. AC. Go for it. Nineteen total now. Because if I don't use it now, I'm gonna forget to use it. Good call, because that would have been a lot of damage. So only. <laughs> Yeah. Only one of the battalions of riflemen do hit you, and so you end up taking 24 points of damage. Ooh. Wow. 
Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> Wowie. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, yeah, the folks who were going to release the cannons, they went off the cannons, grabbed rifles, and were going for the, the people. The captain attempts to escape. Good so luck. give me a strength check. I got to re-roll that because yep. that was a one. Yep. And now because I'm enraged. Nice. 20. Oh, <laughs> nice. Damn it. That's awesome. Uh, only the rules. The rules <laughs> are on my side. Technically, I got to re-roll that. that. That's the best way to get a re-roll. Yeah, yeah he got a 19, so wow. yeah, you wow. were lucky. So yeah, wow. when a halfling can roll three times with yeah. advantage, that's Half pretty awesome. I like well, that. Well, if I roll a one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, with your luck involved, I like to think he was able to slip away, and he grabs with one hand before he's, like, fully on his feet the wheel and stops the ship from going crazy down this whirlpool. But then you're just like, uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> and you, like, re-grab him and slam him onto the ground. Uh, we're now going to go to Ayas' turn. Awesome. So how far away is the enemy ship from our ship? It is closing in now. It is only 20 feet away, but you can no longer take a direct route due to the whirlpool. So you're currently, what did I just but say? But it's 20 feet away? Uh, yeah. Okay. I cast jump and I leap across. Wow. Damn. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you're I just like, <laughs> you leap over the waters and I onto the ship. I leap clear over swan dive style, <laughs> doing a front flip, landing on the deck. Sweet. And I unsheathe Vanessa, and I am ready to just attack. If there's anybody in my vicinity, I, I will sit. release a t an attack. But I guess I can because I just cast a spell. Yes. Um, give me an acrobatics check as well for your landing. Because you sure. are landing amongst uh, a horde of, of crew members. Acrobatics is 18. Nice. Uh, a few of them see you land and they go to hit you with the butts of their rifles, but you're able to draw Vanessa and block oh. their <laughs> rifles before they hit. And Sparks. I guess, yeah, I guess that's your turn. At this point, Telnius, give me a perception check. 11. Ooh, okay. <laughs> um, you see two more ships coming from the Lakewood direction. Hello, you rowdy scoundrels. Andrew here to give you a little mid-roll slash mid-season update. As you can tell, this episode it has fallen to the 2020 curse. This was our last in-person recording before the pandemic hit, and we're pretty sure... Yeah, we checked our sources and another dimension was opening up as we were recording this and it added a weird echo and that's when our doppelgangers stepped in and the chaos portal opened and projected us into the insanity that has been the year of 2020. Uh, other than that, we hope you're enjoying the episode uh, chaos portals aside, gosh, we it was a mystery to us. We even had uh, some specialists uh, look at it. Uh, thank you, Dave, from Four Orbs. I mean, if he couldn't figure it out, it was hopeless. So uh, we hope you're enjoying the episode, though. A lot of action still, a lot of really fun stuff happening. Uh, and yes, as you heard, this is our mid-season finale. So we're going to take a little hiatus for the holidays in the new year. And you'll see us coming back, releasing more episodes of season three early 2021. 
and those will be our first main channel virtual recording so we're kind of excited actually to piece those together and get them out to you they were actually pretty fun to do. I It took me a little bit to get around to virtual recording, but uh, I, I ended up really enjoying my time. Of course, I, Andrew, was the DM for this episode. Colin played Kal'un. Taylor was Ias. Brad played Rory. Micah played Telnius. And a huge shout out to Darren Pegram, our sound effects maestro. Uh, always, you can follow us on social media at ChasmQuest. Or you can find us on our website, chasmquest.com, where you can get a link to our Discord, chat with us daily, post your puppy pictures. Please get on there and post all the pictures of your puppy. You have a puppy? You got a puppy during quarantine? Post your picture. Show me. Show me the puppy. Come on. Kittens? Kittens too. All the cats, all the dogs, mice, snakes, whatever is your thing. I want to see them. Geckos? Cass, I'm looking at you. You can also find on our website maps uh, of all the locations that the Rowdy Boys visit. You can also find a wiki with like history and the world building, uh, Hero Forge miniature builds of our NPCs, which there are a lot of them. So we're hoping the visual will help you keep track of them. And you can get Chasm Quest merch. There's merchandise. Come on. You can get a t-shirt, a poster, stickers now of the Rowdy Boy crew uh, uh, with the fabulous art done by the magnificent Randall Hampton and uh, Viking Tumblr and so much more. Just go find the link on our website to our Etsy page uh, for merchandise. We also have bonus episodes still coming out. The Lock Island Adventures are not over quite yet even though we've moved on on the main channel they are still coming out on our patreon uh so go and join us there uh for as little as three dollars a month you can have access to all the bonus material we've released in the past few years and keep up to date with all the new bonus material also on there you can find a new project that i'm doing uh called slide behind my dm screen where i interview other DD and other ttrpg uh, game masters and get to know what they're doing behind that screen. They're always so sneaky. And uh, so you can learn about some new projects that are happening, new podcasts. If you love what we do, you'll love these conversations. And uh, so far, we've got out uh, one with Noah from Try Not to Die, who's a fabulous DM. Also, Cass from The Lovely Craftians. Those were both really great uh, inaugural. Uh, episodes and this month we're going to be releasing a conversation that Taylor from Chasm Quest uh, and I had where we discuss uh, his process of going from a PC to a DM on the show Uh, him of course DMing Pirate's Peak it's a great conversation so get on our Patreon Uh, those episodes are available for free and you can just find those patreon.com slash Chasm Quest Huge thank you to all our patrons who are giving and who have continued to give and started giving this year. You all are amazing. You literally keep this show going. You paid for the extra material we had to get in order to virtually record the rest of season three. And so for that, we are eternal. You know what? Beyond eternity, the eternity of this uh, uh, reality and the chaos portal reality that we have opened up to and hopefully we'll be closing at the beginning of 2021 
I also want to shout out Daniel, who was the winner of our dice contest on Patreon. We had a little contest for someone to write a concept for a Lock Island adventure. And in the end, we voted and Daniel had written an awesome awesome pitch for us to do so we'll actually be recording that idea for a lock island bonus adventure Uh, so thank you daniel and thank you to everyone who participated and finally our apple podcast reviewers thank you so much for jumping on that app and giving us a review writing a review that's that's mega for us little indie podcasters any podcatcher if you can just jump on there Leave, a, leave those five stars and let us know that you love the show. You could literally write anything. You could you could leave five stars and then you could shitpost us on the review. But And we would actually kind of enjoy that. That would put a smile on our face. Uh, but I want to shout out these folks who uh, left a review uh, in the last couple weeks. Uh, Endgame358, The Real Dragon Bait, Mason from Crit Seekers, Pequid, P-E-Q-K-I-D, Niffer Niff, and Dirty Retro. Thank you all so much for leaving reviews. And a special thank you to Dirty Retro, who mentioned that they had listened to Chasm Quest while working in a lab processing COVID tests. So that's right. Chasm Quest helped solve and end the pandemic you heard it here first uh they let us know that they were playing this out loud in their lab and all their lab partners were uh enjoying some escapism some nice fantasy action from uh us us rowdy boys and god we are we were just so delighted i know a few of us teared up a little bit reading that review so uh thank you so much dirty retro uh we are so happy for the work you are doing any any frontline worker healthcare worker lab uh worker who has helped handle and make the world safer by ending and handling the pandemic thank you so much uh, it really means a lot to us personally and it means a lot to uh, i'm sure all our whole community uh so thank you sincerely you are not appreciated enough um last i know i'm going on for a long time but you won't hear from me for a while until the uh next episode episode seven comes out early 2021 but i just want to say we hit a huge milestone this year uh we hit 50,000 downloads total and that is all thanks to you guys Thank you for telling your friends, for playing it out loud in labs, uh, uh, you know, just mentioning it to your other D&D friends or leaving a review, you know, posting about us on Twitter or Instagram, sharing uh, anything uh, uh, helps us uh, grow this community that we that is so beloved, really. I was just talking with one of the one of the other guys today and I'm just like, really, we just built something. We built this and it's so good. And it is sustained by you all, your hard work, all the fans, all the patrons, uh, our our fan run discord. Thank you, Irene. Thank you, Gabby. Um, so yeah, really that we're just ending the year with gratitude. Uh gratitude for everyone who has listened liked subscribed all the above but most importantly just spent some time with us we love playing dungeons and dragons we love getting together and role-playing 
We love spending time together as friends. And this year, it was very important for us to do that. And we hope that if you're not finding that in your life, if you're feeling kind of isolated this year, we hope that our show gave you just a little taste of that community. And if you want, take that next step, say hi to us on Discord. We would love that so much. So I just I just want to end this mid-roll by saying that we sincerely love you all. We sincerely care for you. And we are just so happy that you spent this year with us. And uh, thank you. I couldn't ask for anything more. We'll see you next year. Enjoy the rest of the episode. You see two more ships coming from the Lakewood direction. Beautiful. You don't know their make yet. They could be. Well, I'm going to assume they're not good. (laughs) But you see them coming in to this battle. Okay. And I believe we go back to you at the top of Anish. How is this ship looking? It's looking bad in terms of the ship, in terms of the crew. They're still, they could go quite a few more rounds. Not many of their men are down. But the ship is not looking good. Okay. There's been much damage to the ship. I yell out, Kal'un, do you have another teleportation thing? Can I hear and then answer him? Well, you can hear him, but yeah, you'll have to answer on your turn. So I say that. Now, okay, so while this is all happening, I've got one hand up, still kind of concentrating on the spell. While that's going on, I reach into my regent's bag and pull out a ball of fat guano and throw it into the air, and then fire a fireball at the center of the ship, not onto the deck. I'm, like, aiming for, like, the hull so as to just do as much damage to the ship as possible. Can you give me the ship stats again? Sure, yeah. 300 hit points, and it is 15 AC. Right. All right, so can I have some D6? Yes. Oh, mine was good. Mine was good. Okay. All right, 22 points of damage. Fire damage. It's at 120-ish. Perfect. Yeah, so it's not looking good. Wow. Mine was good. Mine was a five. Yeah, you guys feel this explosion on the ship that you've just uh, leapt on, and a lot of the crew, uh, half of them starts going toward dinghies to try to escape the ship. And, and I did just, I'm like, my hand is spinning around, like still running the whirlpool, and I did just call off the Kaloon, like, can you get them back? I love your, because uh, your hand is doing the whirlpool, so your hammer goes up and releases the fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As your focus. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah, we'll go back to Rory. Okay, so I'm going to try to choke out the captain. So not kill him, but make him pass out. Sure. Roll me a strength check, and it'll just be a high DC. Uh, that's going to be 18. Yeah, he's not able to fight you off, and he is not able to escape your your grip. He does begin to lose consciousness, but he doesn't go fully limp. Am I able to do it again because I have two attacks? Yeah. Okay. So that's going to be uh, 25. Damn, and he got a 23 strength check to contend it. So, like, he begins really fighting it. He's like, no, 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 and then at the last moment, he just, his eyes roll back, and he... Falls limp in your arms. Okay, so did I hear Telnius shout that? Oh, yeah, definitely, because he's screaming okay. it, and then you, their ship is only 20 feet away. It's starting to line up parallel 
away from the whirlpool. So port side of the Vandalist scoundrel is lining up with the starboard side of this Navy ship. Mm-hmm. Would I still be able to like get up off the ground? I want to stand up and movement. pick him up and get to call him. Yeah. You okay. have enough of a movement to do that. So I want to do that pulling the captain with me. Yeah, we'll keep that with your 25 strength check to like choke him out. Like You definitely have a uh, an excellent grasp on him. Okay. And now we go to Kowloon. And can right. I say, get us, get us back there if you can. How close is Ias to us? He is 40 feet away currently. So I activate my ring of jumping, and I jump back to the ship. And then throw the grappling hook back across to try and to try to get uh, Rory to, to catch it. You so. chuck it like twenty five feet, probably. Why don't you yeah. just leave yeah. me one end and then jump? Well, I don't know if I. Yeah, I do that. I do whatever's easier. Like that's I do whatever makes the most sense. <laughs> okay, so you, yeah. as as Rory's coming up to you, you hand him the rope. Do you say anything <laughs> before you leap over? Yeah, I say, Is come grab this rope. Because <laughs> I don't I don't know if you can still jump or not. So that's, yeah, I heard you. Cool. Uh, Give me acrobatics on your way back to the ship. That is a 14. That's enough to land back on the ship. It's not gracefully, but you still at least have the rope in your hand. And you maybe like stumble a couple of feet uh, just with the impressive nature of being able to leap across. But yeah, you're able to make it maybe like land on your bum leg a little bit (laughs) and buckle, but you still have the rope. So we'll now go to the enemy's turn and... Let's see, half of them are trying to get away. And they do. They get on dinghies and start, like, unloading and getting away from the whirlpool since the whirlpool's at the front of their ship. And that's what their ship is beginning to head into. And so half the crew makes it away. The other half, they're super pissed off, and they're just going to attack. They're going to shoot at Ias and Rory, they're kind of like, we're going yeah, down with this ship. Even though I'm holding the captain? Yeah. yeah. Mutiny. And what's your guys' AC? 17. 16. Yeah, one of the battalions still hits. Probably me. <laughs> Just use them as a meat shield. Yeah. It's a lot of rolls. <laughs> um, you each take 23 points of damage. What kind of damage? It is piercing damage because they're bullets. <laughs> Half it. At this point, the two ships that were in the distance have now caught up to the battle. The first ship is a Trailender Navy ship that you guys recognize as the ship that you attacked the first time and got away. Mm. The second ship you see is black with black sails raising the black flag. Yes. The sea dogs have yes. come yeah. to your aid. Yes. <laughs> and you watch in the distance as all this has been happening and as you guys are downing this ship and getting back to the Valorous Scoundrel, you watch as the sea dogs like, oh, <laughs> and they begin boarding that ship and like ants overtaking uh, like, a hill like they just crowd onto that ship and just like like 70 feet away you guys watch as they begin to overtake that ship and I guess I'm going to come back to you you're currently on a ship heading into a whirlpool surrounded by enemies what do you do hell yeah how many enemies are around me there are six who fired specifically on you two within melee range two within melee range I go up to those two and I slash heavy Nice. I throw an attack one way. 
I love that you're just like, fuck it. I'm taking out as many as I can. Got it. Crit. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Ah. I'll roll for the second one, too. And the second one is a 14 plus five. That's yeah. 19. Yeah. Hit both of them. That's also a crit. No, it's not. <laughs> that would be great. But uh, the first one is. So. Awesome. And we're going to start doing with crits what Ballad of the Seven Dice do. Thank you so much, uh, Lucas, Lucas, for yes. giving us this idea. Take the full damage amount on the first die and then roll just 1D whatever and then add that on top of the full damage because yep. it doesn't make sense yep. to crit if you're not going to do full damage on your first Brilliant. roll. I just rolled a 12. Nice. <laughs> oh, so it's 24 total. Yeah. 24 yeah. total plus four hot. Nice. Perfect. Um, On the first guy. You, how do you just, you absolutely kill this guy. Like you do more than his total hit points. As I land on the deck, the guy comes at me and I absolutely chop him in half from the waist as his top half spirals and falls to the floor. Blood goes everywhere. I turn to the next guy and I slash again, giving a direct hit vertically right down the center. Not for a critical hit. Right. But for a hit. And I do 11 points of damage, and then I do 7 points of hot damage. Nice. And you still, wow. you're not adding your strength right now. Like, you gotta... And I'm not adding my strength. <laughs> <laughs> so, I get to add 2 to that. So, that would be 13 points plus of damage seven. plus 7 hot. 20 points. Wow. And I split him down so this in is, twain. Yeah, this is the guy that Rory had hit. He's down too. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And I deliver these two blows, and I instantly look at the other. All the everybody just looking at me, and I just <laughs> smile, and then I just leap backwards. <laughs> and I leap backwards, doing a backflip, and back onto the. Give onto me the an ship. acrobatics check, my dude. Yeah. Oh, it's a crit. Oh. <laughs> it's a 20. Oh, my and God. 20, 26. Their ship is spiraling down into a whirlpool. Okay. Oh. As soon as soon as I see his feet leave the deck, because at this point, everyone's off, right? No. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th this <laughs> ship yet. begins going down. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to come back to Telnius yeah. first. Yeah. You can hold your turn. Uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, hold I mean, my, Brad, ha yeah, Brad has hold of the rope. I hold my turn until I see Brad's feet come off the deck. Who's? And, until <laughs> I see Rory's feet come off the deck. All as right. soon as Rory's feet come off the deck, I want to cast something. And it's now Rory's turn. Okay, so I try and wrap the rope around the captain and me. Do you stick the grappling hook, like, into the captain? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's hooking it into his ribs. He's like, oh. and then once we're somewhat secured, I'm gonna run to the edge of the ship and just leap off as fast as I can, going uh, doing dash as I do it. So I can give me an athletics check, which is a strength check. Here so we I go. You get advantage. Sixteen. And what's your spell? As soon as his feet leave the deck. My uh, control water spell, I stop the whirlpool and instantly split the water at the, the bottom of the boat and drop the boat to the bottom of the sea. Well, down 100 feet at uh, least. Uh, yeah, down 100 feet. You guys watch as this ship just disappears. The last screams of the crew that were still on the ship. And I will say the captives that you had taken 
were all whispering about trying to get away while this was all happening. But after the Sea Dogs taking the Navy ship and watching Admiral Marcus's ship go straight down into the depths. Yeah, because they can't see it. They just think it just sank to the bottom of the sea. Like the guy that was whispering about mutiny, another guy grabs him and says, you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I, uh, yes. I turn to Telnius and say, well, why didn't you do that from the very beginning? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I land with the captain in my own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Admiral Marcus. I got a hostage. All right. Okay. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That was so sick. That was awesome. Yeah, you guys watch as the other Navy ship burns from the sea dogs, and you just hear all this howling and people screaming. Some people, like, running off the ship with gashes across their chest. (laughs) And uh, the sea dog ship then goes past them and pulls up next to you guys as you're heading toward the northern tip of Lake Lariosa. And from it's nice to be the good guys, you know. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the name of Lady Brit, so it kind of like yeah. Yeah. means of to an end, yeah. right? Right. Hey. Justify the means. Yeah. And uh, you can justify any horrifying action with uh, with an end. <laughs> <laughs> the sea dog ship pulls up next to you guys, and you just hear Jacquard scream out, "Hey, did you miss me?" Oh. oh. And he like scratches behind his ear. Oh, <laughs> who's our been, good boy? We've been tracking these guys for fucking days now. <laughs> I'm glad we caught up. Yeah. Needed we our are, help, did you? Yeah, we are too. <laughs> We're glad to have you back. And so you guys make it to the northern tip of the lake. You set anchor and board dinghies to the shore. Jacquard is going to stay with his crew, but you guys have an opportunity to like catch up with him before going on the dinghies if you want. I just want to put him in charge of this prisoner, this captain that I that I caught. He might be a useful tool to have at some point. Oh, absolutely. I Didn't we already have him as a prisoner? How did he get away? I don't remember. <laughs> no one knows. It, it's a mystery. The new guy? Yeah. Uh, captain Marcus. Marcus. I don't think he was our prisoner before. Oh, no, he, he was. was. He? Oh. You're thinking of Marquez. Oh. Right. No, gotcha. I, I think Cash dropped the ball and let him go. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe maybe it wasn't Cat. Maybe it was someone else. Anyway, Jacquard, I don't know how important this guy is, but it might be nice to have him as a card up the sleeve. You Absolutely. Know? Can you uh, throw ace in the hole? Can you throw him over to our ship? Here you go. <laughs> Give me a string check. Uh, is this like a shock put, or is it like yeah. a what's a shock? Uh, no, put? I'm going like to. Spin uh, I'm going to grab his. <laughs> foot and then spin around in a circle like Bowser. Throw him. Yeah, yeah, like Bowser. <laughs> That's going to be 18. Oh, perfect. Yeah, he lands like right at the feet of Jacquard and he just puts his pod foot like on top of him to stop him. Like, thanks, paddle. Yeah, no problem. Oh! 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 On with the show. <laughs> so you guys board dinghies and go to the rocky shore. Fast dinghies? The very fast dinghies. Yeah. They're like way faster than the dinghies that we're trying to get away from the right. world. Hell Speed yeah. dinghies. We I, think, I bet we got there so fast. Spingies. Let's talk about how fast we got there. We've, oh, saved, and we've with, saved even more fake time. With Ias's, yeah, that was my favorite part. And on our fake journey, we saved two fake weeks yeah. of journeying because of Ias's proficiency. Proficiency of sailing. Yeah. 
So instead of instead of ten minutes, it takes a solid seven minutes. Whoa! Yeah. Damn. Think of what you're gonna do with that three minutes. Mm. Think about it. Let's think what about it for do? three minutes. We could <laughs> hug. We could all hug each other. Oh, okay, I'm fine with that. It's option. Uh, sure. Cass and Riggs, Grunyar and Janessa are with you as you climb the rocky beach, bringing your boats ashore. And within the waters, you actually see remnants of an old dock. They're definitely under the waters, but you can see where possibly one day, you know, it's covered with seaweed, that kind of thing. You are at the base of a monstrously gray mountain. It is a steep wall, and near you, there is an ancient road, visible only by the laying of stones that leads up to the one break in this stone wall. Grunyar points at it. There. That's Craigfoot's pass. Let your weapons, for no one's been here in many years. You follow the pass up a few hundred feet. This was once a road used for transporting goods, but after a turn or two, there are spots where you had to duck, climb, dip, and dodge fallen <laughs> rocks. <laughs> after hiking for 20 minutes, you come to an opening. Only a few rays of sun shine down from the 60-foot natural walls. The temperature drops from mid-60s to 70s down to probably the fifth, you know, more 50s and uh, uh, lower 60s. I put on my more heavy-duty kilt. Ooh, nice, oh. yeah. Changing out of the fun-time kilt. Yeah. Fun's over. Going down <laughs> into some caverns. What seems to be a 12-foot by 12-foot box of intricate stonework stands before you. Grunyar walks closer. Well, if you told me where I'd be standing here today, a year ago, I would have socked you for such blasphemy. He then walks up to the front of this box, of this rectangular structure. He rips off some of the vines from the front facade, and there is an old engraving of a tree and its roots making up an upside-down pickaxe, completing the circle emblem of the Taproot clan. You guys have seen this emblem once before, entering the mines of the Hollow Mountain long ago. This is the dwarven clan of miners and brewers. And you'll actually, you, you can tell a, a difference. This is a more archaic style of mm. the emblem than what you saw at the Hollow Mountain. So it's changed a bit over the years. Yeah, and actually Grunyar like rubs some of the dirt and lichen from the emblem and it reveals unpolished gold underneath. Dibs. <laughs> and he kind of shakes his head. He says, I have no idea if this will still work, but it is the last entrance into the Forgotten Caverns. All other passageways have been completely barricaded. Uncle, why is, why is the Taproot clan symbol? On this wall here. Well, it is more than a wall. This should hopefully be a device that gets you down to the caverns. Uh, we'll have to investigate a bit as I only really knew the location of it, but the clan is as old as the dwarves themselves. They were some of the first of the dwarves to settle in Ben Ness. They used these deeper roots into the mountains to find the most precious of metals and sell them to the surface dwellers it is somewhat of a sacred thing. 
well, we do have a Telnius, and he might be able to tell us uh, how this thing works. We also have a Jadessa. Maybe she has a beat on what we can do here. Um, I'm not really good with um, things of intellect, like uh, investigation. All right, well, I'm going to knock. <laughs> While so, you're knocking, can I make a, a knowledge check? Yeah, and actually, uh, Riggs is going to kind of take out a few tools and, and go at the stonework and start going around. So I also am not of the intellect. <laughs> <laughs> You're like just tapping the stone yeah. with your hammer and like a few. So I got a 10. Yeah. A few vines uh-huh. are like coming off a bit. But, oh, I got the impression it was magical. That's why I was. So uh, yeah. um, I do though hand Colin and I'm oh. sorry. I do hand Colun and Rory uh, two uh, health potions each. Oh, oh thank so you. you. Thank so you. Everyone should have two health potions now. You're right. Well, <laughs> I thought you were just going to be like, fuck you, Ias. I hope you die. <laughs> no, you already gave me some. Okay, yep. cool. Keeping very strict notes of that. <laughs> Glad you are. As you're investigating, even with a 10, though, you can see some kind of like there are columns to the edging of this rectangular box. And on the column to the right, it looks like there's some kind of imprint behind the vines at like waist or chest level. Can I point that out to Riggs? Sure. Yeah. So he was about to go around the corner and he comes out to the front. Mm. Let me take a look at this. And he takes out of his tinkering kit and he takes out like a brush and begins to brush it off. He removes some of the, the vines that have grown over it and he presses it. Nothing happens. And then he like tries to pull down. And when he does, the, the stonework collapses down. It reveals behind it an intricately made stone and gold enmeshed with the stone handle. And it looks like a lever that reminds you of the elevator shaft at Ben Iver. Oh, wow. Long, long ago. Wow. Whoa, this, this resembles the elevator shaft at Ben Iver. It looks valuable. Yeah, it dibs on the gold. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ancient elevator shaft. Ooh, not good. Well, let me look around the back. And so Riggs, uh, he's like token on <laughs> his, his like traveler's like pipe. And he goes to the back and he's like, yep, just like I guessed. Back here. And so when you guys go back to see, there is a small door that he's opened with like a hidden switch. Uh, after shining a lantern into the maze of gear works, he says, uh, Cass, hand me the rest of my tools. I'm going to need like 10 minutes and I'll have this thing running like new. Two hours later, montage of y'all waiting. Uh, everyone <laughs> give me perception checks. Seven. Fifteen. Fifteen. Twenty. Nice. So everyone above 15. You guys hear as more cannon fire is happening from 100 feet down lower toward the shoreline. And you hear kind of shouts of battle and a few of the rifles popping and eventually cannon blasts. Cass speaks up. Oof. Sounds like more of the Navy has arrived. Riggs, what's our status? Sounds like. Jakar's got his hands full. Yeah, so do we go back and try and help, or do we just press on? Janessa says, uh, I 
I don't think we can abandon this mission. We have to hold our ground and let them take care of the soldiers, I believe. I think I the believe. sea dogs can handle this one. Well, we cannot just fully abandon them. We need to send someone down to tell them to go. They need to at least flee. Right? Well, they probably heard that. Doesn't that sound like they're engaged in combat right now? All right, but I don't want them waiting for us if we're just going to leave and not go back to them. Well, whatever happens, they have to evade on their own. Even us showing up isn't going to take them out of battle. You know, the one good thing about pirates is you can always expect pirates to take care of pirates. That's true. Uh, but just in case, I'm going to cast a spell and I'm going to send a message to Jacquard and tell him to just go ahead and go. Oh, well, if it was that easy, why don't you just yeah. do that? Because <laughs> I forgot I had that spell. <laughs> <laughs> so after the last explosion, uh, you hear the gears from within the elevator begging to turn and lock in place. All right, that should do it. Give the lever another try. I do so. But at first I try with my my wrong hand. I'm like, oh, what an idiot. <laughs> it, it like won't fit into yeah. the little area that the lever's yeah. in. You're like trying to fit it uh, like horizontal, then vertical, and it just won't. And then, yeah, and then Kalu just comes and pulls it with his normal hand. <laughs> as soon as the lever is pulled, the door slides down into the ground, revealing behind it an elevator shaft. You watch as an old wooden platform reaches the top with a waist-high gate on both ends. Janessa speaks up. All right, um, let's head in. We may only have one shot at this. Grunyar, thank you so much for your help. And Grunyar says... Janessa, I'm not sure if this was the right thing by my people's standards, but if it gets Aston off the throne, I'm happy to have helped. And then at that point, there are strange whirrings and loud clanks. The elevator platform shifts a little bit. It'll be fine. Whatever happens, put your happy faces on. Let's try to make this as diplomatic as possible. Uh, yeah, well, let's just go. I smile awkwardly. Is this thing going to hold us? There's only one way to find out. And we need to send Riggs and cast down first. Riggs is calling from the back because he's like within the machinations of this thing. And he says, guys, if you want to ride this thing down safely, you need a board now. And I then, jump on. All right, let's go. Sure. Me yeah. too. And Grunyar's not coming with us. No, he is not. I yell to him. Your best to Ned the Goose. And Esmeralda. Janessa. All right. And take, take uh, care, Uncle. Janessa goes to board. She jumps on as well. Every time a new person like goes on, it goes down like another like two feet. And the uh, cast speaks up. Rowdy boys. Captain Janessa. We'll stay and make sure no one follows you down. We'll take the valorous scoundrel and reconvene with you at the broken harbor in five days time. Thessla speed, folks. Sounds Thanks. Good. And I jump. Nice. And then Riggs uh, shouts from the back, hurry the fuck up. I'm holding this gear with my own gnomish strength. <laughs> and after, so it's down to Kowloon. You still hear the battle going on on the shore. You hear Riggs struggling with it in the back. And just as you're about to jump, Grunyar grabs you and says, Kale, like I said before, you've been like a son to me. Your mother, she wanted the best for you. And her last request was for you to have the heart of the mountains. 
I couldn't give it to you before, but now, with no counsel in place and you heading into danger, I think it's best you take it. And he removes from his pocket a golden ring with a large red ruby and clasps it into your hand. Thank you, Uncle. This means this means a lot. I'll I'll take care of it. But what's that? The harp of the mountains. What is and then that? I I slide onto the elevator and then right before the elevator goes down, I reach back out and grab my hat and pour it back <laughs> And he, he yells down, Love ya boyo, take care and suddenly the elevator drops another two feet and you're like oh. Rig screams out, I can't hold it any longer. Call Un once you're on. First, there's a shift. Then the door slams upward shut. It's now pitch black and the elevator begins to drop. After 20 feet, the elevator seems to catch the track again and safely makes its way into the depths of the mountain. Janessa says, um, anyone got a torch? Sure. I pull out Vanessa and I strike it aflame. Did he say Captain Janessa? Oh. Yeah, I'm I'm one of the captains of the Resistors. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Body body girls. Have you ever heard of us? I have, yes. You're one of them. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it's me, Ryla, Alfia. You're the captain of the body girls. That's impressive. Well, no, we're all captains. Oh. Oh. Like Captain Leon. Oh, yeah. He's not captain of the Rowdy Boys. So you've heard the Lady Brit... You know her pretty well, then. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. we're close. Yeah. Have you ever heard her talking uh, about me? Rory, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she like sometimes in a tent at night. Oh. oh. I hear that name coming from a tent. Hey, buddy. Oh. Hey, Bill. What's up? <laughs> okay. Wow. wow. Hey, stop thinking about that, guys. Stop it. No. Oh, no. <laughs> this is not going to happen. I like your name. But, uh, oh, <laughs> but, but she also said, like, you're the one who saved it, right? Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, so, tell uh, me, that, that water thing uh, you did was was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I tried doing it. I tried casting it through my my special hand gem, but that thing's yeah, broke. Yeah. Wow, wow, that's so pretty cool. I just used my special powers. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. And I asked you, you cut a guy in half. That was two. Yeah, two oh, guys. Wow. Uh-huh. One in Twain and one in Twixt. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Would have gone to three, but um, I couldn't pass up on the moment. Do you guys yeah, R- Rory went full Candyman on the uh, on the captain there. Oh, with all the bees and everything. Yeah, yeah, that was sick, dude. You lost up. me with that reference. Uh, candy, uh, Candyman hooks people with a fish hook. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, or maybe was that I know what you did last summer, guy? That yeah, was that. I know what you oh, okay. Candyman was bees. I, I got him confused. Anyway, this <laughs> elevator is <laughs> taking a long time. Yeah, it is a yeah. long. Do you think uh, it's gonna end soon? I hope so. Uh, Good God, I'm so deep. uncomfortable. How far do you think we've traveled? This has to be like 400 feet. Four All miles. right, who farted? <laughs> who who did it? Janessa starts moving to the corner. <laughs> I don't know. He maybe. who smelt it dealt it. Uh, so. Yeah, this thing's going to end soon, right, guys? I hope so, God. <laughs> and, oh, oh, here we are. All right, oh, right yeah. at the bottom. All Suddenly, right, I'll stop hey, <laughs> As after traveling all that distance, <laughs> the elevator seems to settle into place. 
the doors open on the opposite side, north. So behind you. <laughs> so we all turn around awkwardly. Oh, didn't expect that. Okay. There's I hate then. when that happens. <laughs> yeah, that really threw me off. I love the elevators are in this fantasy world. We've got elevators. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And CD stores. Yeah. CD mm-hmm. <laughs> And Harry Potter. In yeah. 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 But just the first Sorcerer's one. Yeah. Stone. Just that's only the first one. The, a rush of air enters into the elevator shaft as it finishes its descent. Janessa pushes through the waist-high gate and looks about. The sounds of water dripping and the distant crawlings are the only sounds you hear. There is no light from the surface. You are hundreds of feet below sea level. You have now entered the Forgotten Caverns. Hello, everyone. Your favorite DM, a.k.a. Danger Mom, Andrew, is here to say happy holidays, get some rest, and fuck 2020, let's go 2021. That You know what? Next year's our year. I'm going to call it. I'm just going to call it. The bar is so low. The bar is very low 2021, so I'm looking at you. Um, happy holidays. Sincerely, thank you so much for sticking it through this year with us. It's, uh, been, it's been wild to say the least. So, uh, but I'm happy we're here. Happy we're going into the new year. Uh, one last little message from, uh, someone you might know. Hey everyone, Commander Leon here. It's real cold up here in Aurora, and uh, the snow's falling, the Aurora lights are in the sky, and I just want to say, happy holidays, happy new year, and stay rowdy. Hey guys, it's Brad here. Just wanted to wish you all a Merry Christmas and happy holiday season. Um, Stay safe, see family if you can, but if you can't, you know, hopefully... Things are going to be better here real soon. So I've got a special treat. Uh, a little someone wants to stop in and say hello. Hey, hey, Rory, come tell the folks hi. Oh, what, what is this? Normally we have a microphone we talk into. What's this little rectangle thing? Yeah, yeah, I don't have, I don't, we're not able to do the whole microphone thing. So you're just going to have to say hi to the folks through my iPhone. Through your iPhone? Don't you think that's going to be a bit of a downgrade in quality compared to what the other guys are going to do? Maybe, but it's what we have. We, we just got to do with what we, the best with what we have. So, you know, tell people hi. Wish them happy holidays. All right, folks, it's Roy here, your favorite rowdy boy. I uh, just wanted to call in or talk in or whatever this thing is. It's say uh, happy Fezzlemas, Fezzlemas, however you pronounce it. It's where the day where, where little baby Fezla came into the world and, you know, did whatever, well, whatever he did. Uh, anyway, happy holiday season. Stay safe, stay rowdy, and, uh, you know, love each other. Bye. Hello, all. Colin here. Uh, yeah, I guess how should I start? It's going to be, it's going to be really rough leaving such a great year behind. Uh, I know, you know, some naysayers have had a lot of bad things to say about 2020, but, uh, you know, a perfect vision, perfect year. That's what I've always said since the beginning of my life. I've said that. <coughs> oh, uh, huh. strange. 
wonder what that cough was. Probably nothing because 2020 is such a great year. Um, yeah, so I actually have a message from uh, someone coming from the distant future. Hey, oh, I remember 2020 like it was yesterday. Uh, such um, fond memories. Um, such a eventful year. Okay, to be honest, uh, nothing happened on Inu really in 2020. It's just a normal year from what I can remember. There wasn't any really momentous events. Uh, and trust me, I would know. I am a bard, uh, so I kind of keep track of these things. Um, but I hear you're having it pretty rough uh, on Earth, so I just want to say that um, uh, keep your chins up and everything's going to be okay. Alright, uh, stay ready. Hey everybody, it's your friend Micah and your partner, uh, favorite character, and your favorite character, Telmius. We're just here to wish you all the happy holidays and good tidings that you deserve, because Lord knows 2020 has been shitty. Yeah, it really has. So, you know, keep your chin up, stay meat, meat shielding, and, uh, stay rowdy. Hey everybody, Taylor here, just wishing you a merry, merry Christmas and happy holidays. This year has been a wild one, but thank you all for tuning into our adventure. There's much, much more to come. I have someone here with me who would also like to wish you everyone a happy holiday. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, come tell our listeners happy holidays. Okay, these chocolate things are amazing. Yeah, would you stop? I'm supposed to save those. Oh, sorry. I... Here, give me... Hey, I'm Run. taking these. Taking these... Whatever. Don't bother hiding those. I'm going to find them. Okay. Wish everybody a happy holiday. Happy holidays, everyone. I am Iasinthon, champion I know who of you the... are. Uh, I like saying it, okay? Iasinthon, champion of the Sandwood Forest, wishing you all a wonderful winter season, and may the spirits guide you on whatever path you are destined for. How was that? That was great. Good work. Now go meditate or something. Yeah, I'm gonna go make some tea. Ooh, make me some, please. Awesome. Thanks again, everybody. Merry Christmas and happy holidays.